Well, some of the crowd are on the pitch. Guys, this is Gary. This is Josh. Let's talk a soccer. So we are joined by our guest host. Hello, Josh Brockman. How, how goes it? I'm pretty good. How about you? I'm doing all right, man. I am. Um, I'm glad the international break is almost over. Yeah. Um, lots to talk about regarding that injuries and whatnot. Um, and I'm glad that game week nine is uh, upon us almost. Yeah, it's going to be good. So we don't need to really look back at game week eight at all. Um, but let's uh, let's quickly start with how our team is doing just overall. <clears throat> we have a total of 481 points. Yeah. Overall rank, 341,300 in the world out of... Five million seven hundred fifty-five thousand six hundred and thirty-eight players. I would say it's pretty good. I would say so far pretty good. And honestly, one good weekend could move us way up. Yeah, for sure. One bad weekend could move us way down. But we'll look. We'll look for the positive, right? Yeah. So far, we've just kept a consistent pace uh, for all weeks except I think one, staying above the average. Yep. Yep. Um, and that's just. Positive yep. arrows every time. Moving forward, we still have our free transfer. We haven't made any transfer activity yet. We'll talk about that in a minute. Um, let's talk about the international break. So there were a lot of notable um, players and FPL players from the yep. Premier League that were sort of showcasing their stuff over the break. And some, some notable highlights, I guess. Sterling, really on form. Yeah. Um, had a couple, and he hasn't scored for England in, I think, two years, and he got – or, sorry, three years, and he got two goals, both of them really, really nice. So he looks to be well in form. Rashford looked good for England. Um, Van Dyke with a goal um, in the game that he played. Lukaku playing well, and Mitrovic playing yeah. well. So some, some FPL favorites in there, among others, um, but to name a few. Now, here's the interesting part, speaking of, of VVD, um, four, uh, I guess three Liverpool players injured during the international break, one injured prior to it. Yep. Um, but these are big deals. Um, serious implications for FPL managers. Um, there was a big worry and concern that Salah, um, in his, his first game for Egypt, in which he scored... Uh, came off early with a sprain. I think maybe it was his groin or his ankle, one of the two. Yeah. Um, um, but he is expected to be featured against Huddersfield. So that's good news. Um, people were really worried, and what are they going to do about that? And a lot of people's backup plan was, well, I'm going to bring in Mane. And a lot of people did actually buy Mane. They did. Um, and this is the thing that I keep trying to reinforce with people of don't, overreact to stuff. You have plenty of time to figure this stuff out. Yeah. Um, Mane ends up with a broken hand um, that supposedly is going to require surgery, and it's one of those types of injuries, supposedly, that um, <clears throat> that could keep him out of um, this week's game, this weekend's game against Huddersfield. And now since Salah is expected to feature against Huddersfield, it's um, the tables have turned yes. sort of the other way. And uh, – 
anyone who did transfer money in sort of got a bit of a double whammy there. Right. So, Especially if they had Salah. Yep. Um, so that's a concern there. Uh, Van Dyke, um, he only played one game for the Netherlands, um, but he's had two broken ribs, and that's been known about for a while. Um, he's been dealing with that for a couple or a few weeks, but and he is expected to play um, this coming weekend for Liverpool. Milner um, has been out with, I think, a hamstring injury maybe, um, but supposedly he could return to training as early as later this week, which would make him a possibility for the weekend. So really the only th- ones that look promising are Salah and Van Dyke. Yeah. As of now. All right. So what are we going to do? Let's just suppose Salah doesn't play. A couple of worthy replacements, I guess, in the general price range are Sterling, who's been playing quite well. Definitely Um, And Man City are at home against Burnley. Um, Great opportunity for Sterling there. And Ozil. Um, Arsenal have a fairly easy matchup. Ozil um, has played decently as of late. A bit more of a wild card. A <clears throat> bit more of a wild card, but certainly a differential. Uh, especially considering how uh, well uh, Lacazette and Aubameyang playing. Yeah. He's been he can feed them of, a little bit. Yeah, in the middle of everything. Yep. Um, replacements for Mane include KDB. Yes, he hasn't been named yet to officially be coming back, but... You can get in early before the price starts to jack up because as soon as he is announced that he's going to be available for selection, his price is going to start going quickly. Um, David Silva, if not KDB. Um, Pogba, man, you have a fairly you know decent matchup ahead of them <clears throat> this weekend. And I think Pogba um, could show well. And then there's other lower-priced players like Richarlison, Madison, um, Mora, and Sigurdsson, yep. all with good matchups as well. And if you don't have them already, which a lot of people do, um, they may be a good replacement for Mane. And they're also good replacements sort of longer term as well. Um, and then for Milner, if you need to replace him, I think Knockhart, um, Brighton have a ton of favorable matchups coming up. Um, Sari, Neves... Brooks and Wijnaldum if you want to do a like-for-like like from the same team. Yep. So our advice of what to do, wait, 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 wait. Don't knee-jerk react and start trading players all around. Wait until the, the managers have their press conferences this week. Um, they may be extremely explicit and say for certain whether a player is playing or not this coming weekend, or they may give little hints or signals um, as to the status. So wait for those. Um, then you plan accordingly, mm-hmm. right? Then you can make your moves based on fact instead of rumors out on social media. Um, or my friend heard from his cousin's parakeet that this or that. Um, so keep that stuff in mind. Um, and at the worst case scenario, hopefully you have a decent bench. Um, in case any of these players don't play, you heard that maybe they will. If they don't, at least you've got the auto-sub feature and you've got hopefully decent players coming off your bench. And by decent, at a minimum, I mean players that play regular minutes. Yeah, so, so you can at least get if, a couple points. Yeah, even if, let's say, KDB doesn't play. Yeah. At least you'll get a minimum, or I say a minimum, usually a minimum of two points. Right. Yes. So that's that's better than 
Right. Deer, obviously. Absolutely. Um, what not to do. Don't panic and don't start making transfers haphazardly. Wait and see. Figure out what's going on before you start making changes needlessly. Um, there's been a, a debate over Aguero. Um, yeah. Only play, plays well at home. Only scores goals at home. Only plays 60 minutes. This and that. Um, a lot of people transferring him out for players like Kane or Lacazette or Vardy. What's your take on this? You know, especially, as I said, only scores at home. Um, I, I mean, he's such a good player. And even though he's been on a bit of a cold streak away, I mean, you, you just have to think about it, about how good of a player he is and how clinical he is just and how much of just a goal scorer and how hungry he is. Yeah. And he's always in the right position. And sometimes, yes, his finishing may be off, except he creates a lot of chances. Yeah. So if he's not scoring... It's not necessarily because he's just not doing anything. Yeah. It just might be because it's just not been falling for him. Right. So, for instance, um, at City's away game against Liverpool, um, I don't think he had any shots, really, or and really no touches in the box, but that's not necessarily his fault. I think um, I do remember he was taken down, which should have been a penalty. Right. So he did have some touches in the box, limited. Um, but right, you're right. He, and if he would have stayed down, he most likely would have um, gotten the penalty and we would have gotten our, our returns right then and there. Um, but here's my theory on him. Yeah, maybe he averages 60, 65 minutes a game. But think about this. When he scores, he tends to score multiples, right? Yeah. Um, he does in 60 minutes what – what most players can't do in 90, he's the leading FPL points getter among forwards. Let's not forget that. Um, and he's third in overall FPL points. So despite all of these ways to rationalize that uh, you want to trade him out and, and bring someone else in, um, he he does okay. He's still yeah. He's still – the results are still there. And you so, also have to just think logically and just about – even though it, it might not be super current, just history in general about Aguero. He is one of the best strikers in the world. He is probably the best goal scorer in the Premier League. Yes. Just think about it. Like, Pure goal scorer for sure. just gets the job done. Yep. So um, that – those – all of those reasons are why we're going to stick with him, um, especially for this weekend at home against Burnley. So hopefully the – he scores goals at home – um, you know, uh, brand rings true and he does score some goals. Um, you know, we'll, we'll definitely want him to do some of that. Um, and in fact, we believe in him so much that he's going to be our captain. Yep. Um, captain. now we have some players on our watch list. Sterling. Yes, for sure. For sure. We talked about him earlier. Mitrovic. Mm-hmm. De Bruyne. I think if he plays, um, he's going to make a statement. Yeah. And if he plays... Close to 90, I could see him with two assists and a goal yeah. this weekend. And hopefully both of those assists are given to Aguero. And then also, as you said, you should get him while, before he goes up in price. Yep. And then also, even if he doesn't play, yeah, if you have someone good on your bench right. and you didn't just invest it's completely a, in your starting 11. It's a great investment. Yeah. Agreed. Um, Fabianski, 
Um, he's been playing quite well, and West Ham have some nice matchups ahead. And Matty Ryan, again, mm-hmm. Brighton um, with a lot of green when you look at those uh, fixture difficulty rankings um, over the next, gosh, like 10 or 11 weeks maybe for them. Great um, Captain options, Kane, I think Lacazette, yeah. he's been playing well. Hazard, even going up against Man U, Hazard, Hazard believes in himself, and I've always said this, when Hazard plays confidently, that guy is unstoppable. And also, Man U don't have the best record no. uh, ever against Chelsea, yeah. only winning, I think, twice against them, never yeah. being at uh, Chelsea. And they're super vulnerable this year. <clears throat> um, Aguero, as we mentioned, and then if you're looking for differentials, um, Mitrovic, um, I think Richarlison or Sigurdsson, mm-hmm. and again, Ozil. All right, so the changes that we're going to make to our team, first off, we're going to follow our own advice and wait until the international games are over, the friendlies, uh, the Nations League is done, and we're going to wait for those press conferences from the managers before we do it. We'll definitely post our team on Instagram. Um, FDRs, the fixture difficulty rankings for the next three game weeks, weeks 9, 10, 11, are already up at Instagram, and we'll just leave you with what our team looks like Currently, yes, we know we have a couple of 75% players on here right now. Begovic in goal, Bennett, Robertson, and Trippier in the back. Midfield, five players, Hazard, Mane, Madison, Richarlison, and Frazier. Um, up top, Mitrovic and Aguero. On our bench, Arnautovic, who's still debating maybe we'd play him. Alonzo, only reason he's on our bench is the potential for Man U to score. Um, and Juan Basaka because we don't think um, we don't think Crystal Palace is going to do super good defensively yeah. this year or sorry this weekend. Um, that's it, guys. Hit us up on Instagram. We've been answering everybody's DMs um, and we try to answer as many comments on our posts as well. And thank you for all that you do for us. Until next time, this is Gary. This is Josh, and we say peace. Peace. Goodbye.